nursing industry is one of the fastest growing career forces in the world today. There are so many issues in the healthcare field these days relating to nurses that simply are not discussed in the media. Welcome to Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, exploring the world of nursing with Leanne Meyer. Our program will help you with the most relevant information if you're in the nursing field or are planning to enter the industry. Now, here is your host, Leanne Meyer. Hi, this is Leanne Meyer, and this is Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, exploring the world of nursing. We are back again on Monday, and um, our, our topic today is called uh, One Mother's Answer to a Colicky Baby. And I think, I was as I was thinking about it, especially this past week has been kind of a, a, a rip-roaring week in the world, and, and especially in the United States. So I was thinking, you know, as the world boils and thrums with all the big business and politics of worlds and nations, millions of mostly women are struggling uh, for days, weeks, or months on minimal sleep and complete exhaustion as they focus every moment of their time on helping a wee, perpetually screaming newborn to survive the pain of gas from colic, GERD, and many other issues. My heart goes out to each and every one of them. The same could be said uh, for today's guest, Prisca Diaz uh, of Biddy Lab, who took several steps beyond compassion to develop a means of stopping the pain. So, Priska, could you tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, your education and um, how you kind of went into that direction? So much for having me today, Leon. You're um, welcome. Definitely. So, I was born and raised in Peru, and I came to the United States when I was 17 without knowing a word of English. Oh, <laughs> so dear. I had to really start <laughs> from the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I learned the language, and then I worked and uh, put myself through college. I went to the City University of New York and got a bachelor's degree in communications and design. Um, and then a couple of years later, I went to Pratt Institute and got a master's degree um, in communications as well. Hmm. Um, since then, I've been working for Corporate America as a professional designer, um, and I worked for probably a good decade mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, until finally um, I met my other half and decided to get married and have a baby. And mm-hmm. this baby, um, I, I want to say he he's probably the gassiest baby in the world, <laughs> <laughs> although I'm sure I'm not, is not, but, um, but yeah, he was so much in pain. Um, I wanted to breastfeed. I couldn't breastfeed. I had to introduce bottles, and that just turned him into a bag of gas every time I fed him. And mm-hmm. um, I, I wanted to learn, you know, why is this happening to my baby? Something wrong with my baby? The doctors kept saying, just give him some gas drops, or, you know, well, it's going to go away. It's a temporary thing. But I, you know, the tears of pain really moved yeah. me. And as a designer, yeah. I uh, I wanted to find out what was exactly the problem. And I actually mm-hmm. found something interesting. The baby bottles I was using constantly introduced air inside the bottle. And that mm-hmm. ended up in my baby's belly, causing him all kinds of pain due to gas and mm-hmm. uh, reflux and uh, all of those issues, especially during the nighttime, uh, right after the nighttime feeding. And mm-hmm. uh, so I, my question was very uh, primitive, basically. So if air inside the bottle causes the baby gas and colic, no air inside the bottle should not cause the baby has a Right, that's, that sounds pretty straightforward. 
<laughs> yeah. And uh, so I went out and started looking for something that really didn't introduce air, but it turns out there aren't any. There are, within baby bottles, there's the air-vented solution, which the only function of an air vent is introduce air inside the bottle. And then there are the ones with a plastic liner that they tell you you can squeeze the liner to get the air out, which sort of makes sense, right? It's a step in the right direction. However, mm-hmm. if you let the bottle sit down on the table for a second, mm-hmm. gravity pulls on the liquid and air goes right back in. Sure. The other thing that I've noticed is the these two technologies um, work with gravity, so you have to turn these bottles upside down, proning mm-hmm. the baby in a horizontal position while mm-hmm. they're feeding. And the, the, the flow constantly goes, it drips into the baby's mouth, whether they create suction or not. It's just mm-hmm. constantly going in. Um, and so upon reading, I learned that the horizontal position encourages the acids from the stomach to go back into the esophagus mm-hmm. all the time. And then try doing that while feeding. Well, it turns out I wasn't alone. In fact, um, the NIH says two out of three babies suffer with severe symptoms of acid reflux. Um, really? That is surprising, babies, isn't it? Really, really a large number. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, so I decided to design my own, my own thing. <laughs> and I mm-hmm. created uh, what I called an air-free feeding system, which is mm-hmm. basically um, based on a syringe, and it has a plunger that we call air plug, uh, gets, gets installed at the bottom of an open cylinder. And then once it's filled in and closed with a nipple and collar, you can press this plunger um, to get the air out, pretty much like a syringe, uh, mm-hmm. right before giving you a shot. And then when the baby creates the suction of feet, that air plug moves automatically towards the nipple. The suction moves the air plug. So there's okay. never a need for the introduction of air to eliminate vacuum feeder. There is no vacuum because there's a moving part. Um, mm-hmm. And it's it's such a large uh, plunger that it doesn't slide down when you sit it on the table. Additionally, mm-hmm. it works independently of gravity, which means you can sit the baby upright and let them create the suction of feet. So um, almost like a straw. Yeah. It, they would be sucking with their head up and they could suck the bottle so that the, the fluid was coming up into their mouth and then going down. Is that right? All right, yeah. They can definitely you know sit upright just like like I drink coffee, like you and I drink coffee, mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. actually their face can be tipped down a bit um, mm-hmm. because, again, you don't need to turn their upside down to feed. You can just hold mm-hmm. it in upright position, and as long as the baby's able to create suction, he's going to feed. Um, yes. and, um, and so fast forward in the story, it took me several years to create the technology that um, mm-hmm. it was patentable, which means nobody had ever done it before. So we filed for patents. Uh, we got, in 2014, we got a granted patent for that technology. Um, and then to make it to, um, you know, make it into a mass production took also a few years, quite a few years. Um, mm-hmm. It wasn't until 2016 when we were able to launch in 185 babies arrest stores. Um, and that was really the first time that thousands of parents got to try the product for the first time. Anything mm-hmm. before that had been done tests with, you know, a few, maybe a hundred babies, things like that. But that was really the first time that thousands of parents used it. 
Wow. So back up a little bit. The, there was the little glitch in my being able to hear you. You said in 2016 was when you first had the the trial. What did you say? 185. Yes. People? So in 2016, we launched in 185 babies arrest stores. Oh, in stores. Okay, so really thousands of babies right away. Um, and then when did you start uh, working on it? So, um, so this so is when you I got, you got I it got into the idea a store. When, when my son was born, so um, this was 20, uh, around 2008. Okay. Um, and then I didn't really sit down and started working on it until 2010. Um, So my son is now turning 11. So, you know, it's been a long time. Yeah, it's been a while. You know, and I think that's something that um, people don't realize. They think, oh, I've got this great idea. And, you know, in two years, I'll be a millionaire. And uh, it just doesn't work that way. And especially if it's anything that has to do with health or, um, you know, uh, food products or or, food. uh, storage or any of those kinds of things where it could have a negative effect on the food or on the person eating it. So you have to actually go through test trials and all kinds of things, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So what we had was the technology was so new that we really needed to test with the actual uh, approved plastics. Uh, you know, like if we, we mm-hmm. made several prototypes, but they weren't they were, you know, handmade and, you know, mm-hmm. not with the right plastic. So we couldn't really test with babies. We were testing with machines. Sure. So okay. um, only after we did production with the right kinds of materials and all the certifications and approvals that needed to be done, only then we could test with babies. So, okay. so yeah, it was, it was very risky because we had to make all that investment without even knowing whether, you know, it was right. something that babies, you know, could use. Right, um, or that somebody would either be you to it or have something similar to it or something like that. You know, that must be very nerve-wracking as you're working along on that. Um, yeah. I'm also interested, one of the, the things that especially interested me uh, in this product was the, the uh, nipple. So talk about that. When did that come along? Was that at a later time that you started thinking about that? And how did that progress? Um, yeah, actually, that was, uh, so what we call is the perfilage nipple is a very wide-based nipple with a tip that is, uh, has been recessed so that the baby mm-hmm. can latch on the areola part of the nipple. And when mm-hmm. they create the suction, the tip actually extends inside their mouth. Okay, so um, it's very much like an actual breast then. Correct, yeah. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it, it mimics uh, the breast much, much better than the still longer nipple that's available out there by other brands, right. yes. And is it as um, so hard? Was, yeah, go ahead. Is it as hard for the baby then? Like uh, with the breast, it's they have to suck harder, they have to work harder to get the milk. Is it like that? Uh, they absolutely have to create the suction. Um, mm-hmm. One of the difference of this system, uh, as opposed to the traditional bottles, is that if the baby doesn't create the suction, there's no mm-hmm. milk flowing. You can turn okay. this product upside down, and there's no dripping. So, mm-hmm. you know, for babies, for example, that for some reason cannot create suction, like babies with breast palate or some other kind of maxillary issues, then this product is really not for them. So the baby has to work at it. Um, and one of the priorities, along with the air-free feeding, was the breastfeeding, because mm-hmm. I tried to breastfeed my baby at first. 
Um, mm-hmm. And I just didn't have enough milk. So when I introduced mm-hmm. the bottle is when I saw a bigger problem. Um, mm-hmm. But my baby quickly preferred the bottle <laughs> over my breast. And then mm-hmm. I was all about nipple confusion. And again, you know, I thought, why to have a nipple that is so odd? And I mean, I've never seen a two-inch nipple <laughs> from a woman. So <laughs> why, is, why is it so unnatural? Why does it drip? Why is all this air? Um, yeah. So the Perfilage nipple was actually my first design um, so that the baby gets encouraged to continue breastfeeding at the same time that you're eliminating the air. Um, but yeah, but and after doing all this test, then I learned that babies who are bottle fed are the ones who suffer more with gas uh, and colic and acid reflux. So those babies had a hard time latching on the Perfilage nipple, just like a bottle-fed baby, if you put it at the breast, he doesn't know what to do with it because there's mm-hmm. not, you know, the nipples, is, everything's different. So uh, then eventually we created this standard kind of longer nipple for, for babies who are used to the bottles already. Mm-hmm. Uh, or yeah. a baby that is maybe not able to create that suction. That would that would be a problem too, right? That they would the, have to... Well, the latch. So the system works with suction, but the okay. two different nipples have to do with the way they latch. Um, okay. When the, when the babies are bottle-fed, they have this shallow latch, kind of chewing mm-hmm. on the longer part of the nipple. Um, mm-hmm. So they need that longer nipple shape. Um, but breastfed babies latch actually on the areola part of the breast. So they, they have this deep, wide latch onto the bigger part of the nipple. Um, right. and, and yes, you know, now that the product's been out there for a couple of years, um, breastfed babies love the Perfilage nipple. We get amazing letters from consumers telling us that, oh, my baby didn't like any of the bottles and they took your bottle right away. (laughs) Um, They're using the Perfilage nipple so the baby is very well accustomed to the dip white lash and they create the suction and they know what to do when the nipple extends inside their mouth. So they're really, Mm -hmm. it's well-received. Yeah, um, I know that uh, there, you know, are times when mom can't be there, or you know, especially dads want to feed the baby. That's something that you know is such a natural thing for bonding to hold a baby and and want to be able to feed it, uh, and yet you don't want to do anything that disrupts nursing because um, obviously nursing and nursing in breast milk is the best thing for babies. So to be able to have so what you're saying basically is you could fill this bottle with uh, breast milk and then uh, uh, feed it to the baby for however many times it needs to be during the day. So uh, the mother is working or whatever, and she could come back in the evening and the baby would be just happy to go back on the breast, right? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. That's the intention. And yes, that's how it's working now that um, right now when moms are using it. Um, so we have um, third-level evidence, which means, you know, testimonials of parents telling us that their babies have learned how to latch on this product, and then when they put it at the breast for the first time, they're able to latch on their breast as well um, mm-hmm. in a way to reinstate breastfeeding, uh, many mm-hmm. of them for the first time. Um, we also have, you know, stories of moms that the baby, for some reason, had to end up in the NICU. And they, most likely they bottle feed in the NICU. Um, and if they continue with bear, when the baby gets home, even after a week or something, they're able to latch right on the breast without a problem. Oh, wow. That's so, great. Yeah. So it's that much similar. So is the, the actual um, the nipple, what it's made out of, is that different than what normal nipples are made out of? 
Um, no, the material is silicone, um, okay. just like most of the nipples out there. Uh, the design of it, the geometry of it is significantly different, um, and as well as the system that requires the suction. So, mm-hmm. for example, a bottle with, a, with an air vent, um, you turn that bottle upside down and it drips, drips, drips. So the amount of suction that the baby can do is very, very minimal. And there is not resistance because there's the air vent is really a, a one-way valve that just allows air, air, air. So the baby creates the suction. He's, mm-hmm. The air is going to go in and there's no nothing that, you know, creates a resistance to it for any of those nipples to extend at all. Um, okay. So with, bear, with a bear system, they have to be able to move that air plug. And so the amount of effort that, they, that the babies make uh, with bear is more or less the same as when they breastfeed. So if you, you know, if the baby just like licks on the mom's nipple or whatever, they, they don't get the milk. They need to create that suction. Um, the, the white latch that they create is so that, you know, they don't hurt the mom's nipples and they're right. able to latch mm-hmm. properly and there's no air going in. Mm-hmm. So and they're actually squeezing the areola, uh, uh, which is where the milk is. That's how they they push the milk out if they're trying to, like I say, pulling on the nipple. It's not good. We're right up against a break here, so I think we'll go ahead and take it now. And then uh, after we get back, we will take callers. So okay. if you... Um, uh, I guess we will just uh, go to break now and come back later. This, If you're just coming in, this is Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, exploring the world of nursing. I'm here with Prisca Diaz, and we're talking about one mother's answer to a colicky baby. If you like what you're hearing on Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, consider supporting the show. In the one year since the show started, we've increased our listening audience by nearly 7,900% and our goal to reach 50 countries and counting. Whether you are looking to reach a regional, national, or worldwide audience, you'll have a competitive advantage by advertising on Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse. It's the perfect platform. Contact Senior Executive Producer Tacey Trump today at 480-294-6421. That's 480-294-6421. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse. Exploring the world of nursing with host Leanne Meyer. 
To reach the program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to leannevoiceamerica at gmail.com. Now, back to Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse. Hi, this is Leanne Meyer, and we are on Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, <clears throat> exploring the world of nursing. Today's show is one, woman, one Mother's Answer to a Colicky Baby, and that woman is Prisca Diaz. Um, we've been talking about a bottle that she created to uh, completely eliminate air from the whole process of feeding, and also a, a very interesting nipple that allows the baby to both breastfeed and bottle feed without any nipple confusion. So we do have um, someone on the phone, so I'd like to bring Eric in, if we could do that. Hi. Hi, Eric. Do you have a question for us? Well, I, I really wanted to uh, share my, my wife and, and I's experience uh, with this bottle because... Uh, my wife, my wife and I had our first child recently, mm-hmm. and uh, so her intention was uh, to uh, to breastfeed, um, uh, and and she decided to also pump. So I, I, you know, I do most of the shopping. So I, I searched around and and uh, bought a bunch of different bottles, and uh, so our baby uh, started to develop a lot of gas problems, and the pediatrician mm-hmm. said. Uh, it looked like instant reflux, and then and then our baby got diagnosed with uh, GERD. Mm-hmm. So uh, what I did was I did some more research, and I found I found some articles about this bottle. Mm-hmm. So I I ordered it uh, online, and um, what we noticed, you know, within a within a short period of time, was that uh, the symptoms just seemed to uh, go away. And really. <clears throat> So, so we, you know, so she uses, she uses this bottle because she wants to be able to, you know, continue pumping and breastfeeding and kind of alternate, go back and forth. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it's, you know, we, we were surprised that it helped so much with, with the reflux so that, you know, even though our baby was diagnosed with, with GERD and, and the, you know, the, the pediatrician was prescribing some of these drugs, um, you know, to, to you know, to deal with you know the severe GERD system symptoms, especially it seemed like you know our our, our son was you know in a lot of pain, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and crying you know frequently and and extendedly. So uh, this 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 bottle seemed to help a lot with the, with the reflux, and and we were able to actually stop using the medications. Oh, that's great! Some of those can be um, long term problems. And so, yeah, it's really great to not have to do that. Prisca, can you explain for the audience what's the, um, uh, I don't know, biology of um, why their baby was having GERD and why your system is stopping that problem? Yeah, sure. Well, thank you for calling, Eric. This is great. Um, So, yeah, absolutely. So we've done a lot of studies um, and learned the reason why uh, babies are prone to having acid reflux is because their digestive system is actually undeveloped and mm-hmm. the muscle that connects the esophagus with the stomach is called the lower esophageal sphincter. 
In a healthy adult, it opens to receive food and then it closes to keep the assets in the belly. However, in a baby, stays open or sporadically opens uh, at any given time. So, um, so the assets come back very easily. Um, mm-hmm. Some babies, um, you know, do not uh, regurgitate it all the way out uh, to, to their mouth and vomit it. Some of them just mm-hmm. go, you know, halfway. Some of them, what they call silent reflux, goes all the way up to their throat and then they keep swallowing it. And mm-hmm. the problem is every time the assets go up and down the esophagus, it burns the internal lining of the esophagus. Um, and so this is so common in babies that by the age of th- between three to four months, two out of three of those babies are suffering with severe symptoms of acid reflux, and that includes irritation to the esophagus. So, so it is it is a big issue. It is common, um, but we've also learned that it can be prevented. Um, so. When we, as I was telling you, Leon, after we launched in 2016, um, thousands of parents uh, tried it. And just like Eric, we were getting a lot of this testimonial mm-hmm. to the point that we decided to do a, medi- a clinical study. And mm-hmm. the studies show that 75% of babies who try this product no longer met the clinical criteria for GERD symptoms, which oh. is really, really, um, I would say, significant for the feeding industry. There's well, that's even more significant there. because the babies trying it for your study were GERD babies, correct? There were babies, babies who already yeah, had so GERD? They were screened and um, they basically, they, there was a questionnaire that's called um, iGERD questionnaire, which mm-hmm. it's widely used in the clinical studies um, industry. And so if the baby scores above 16, they get they get clinically diagnosed as with GERD. And if the baby mm-hmm. scores below 16, then, you know, they have other, just, you know, gastro symptoms. So mm-hmm. what we did is we created two different groups. Um, if the baby score above 16, they were placed in the GERD group, and below 16, were placed in the control group. Now, all of those okay. babies were asked to use BEAR instead of their traditional bottle that they're using. Mm-hmm. Um, and the contents that they were being fed with, uh, we asked them to continue exactly the same. And it mm-hmm. varies from breast milk to regular formula to expensive branded formula. Um, mm-hmm. And the only thing they changed was the baby bottle. We okay. also uh, instructed them to sit the baby upright and hold mm-hmm. bear in upright position and let the baby control the flow and all that. And then after two weeks, we gave them the same questionnaire. And we noticed that the babies in the GER group, 75% of them score way below the number 16, which is the clinical mm-hmm. criteria for GERN. Um, yeah. And even babies in the control group also had the same amount of um, improvement. So the huh. overall was yeah. 52% of improvement in their symptoms on all 100% of the babies. Oh, that's um, great. So we believe, Eric, yeah. Oh, Eric, I just wanted to ask you for a minute. Had you had your baby been diagnosed like with some kind of a visual of um, irritation to the esophagus, or was it basically from the symptoms that uh, he was diagnosed? They, they, the doctor actually had him tested. They, they put some sort of an instrument uh, inside the baby's okay. mouth, looked at his throat, okay. uh, determined that that he was definitely irritated. They told us that the stomach acids were, you know, like burning his throat and his tongue. Yep. And if we didn't take yeah. care of it with these drugs that they wanted us to, t- you know, pre- uh, start mm-hmm. using, you know, it could, it could actually p- potentially cause like speech impediments. 
uh-huh. later in life. So, you know, we were really alarmed. Sure. And, you know, of course, we took our daughter, <laughs> our doctor's suggestion and started with the medications to, I guess, mm-hmm. neutralize the acid or some way. But, um, you know, we were just all surprised. Our pediatrician was very surprised to see that there was so much improvement. You know, he was Great. unaware of this, of this bottle. And let's he hope, us, you know, let's what hope we, he's now what we encouraging people with the bottle instead of the drugs. That would be great. Thank you, Eric, so yeah, much for calling in. I really appreciate you um, giving us your input. And good luck with your well, baby. Thank you, thank you for, uh, I just want to thank, thank uh, Prisca for, you know, bringing a product like this out because it's, we found it very, very beneficial. That's fantastic. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. So, Priska, tell finish. Uh, do you remember the thought you had before I interrupted you? Um, otherwise, maybe we could talk about some of the other stories that you've heard of babies, um, various different struggles. That I think that's something that isn't talked about. And I mean, we want to really encourage every single mother to be able to breastfeed. And there's so many things available, and especially uh, I think lactation consultants have become fantastic, both in the hospitals and at home, to be able to help mothers to be able to nurse. But we know the reality is there is always that certain percentage of babies and moms that just fall out of that um, ability to be able to nurse and are very frustrated with it. So tell us more about some of those babies. Who were they and how was it that they were able to be helped with this bottle? Yeah, yeah. Well, definitely lactation consultants have been doing a fantastic job and they have been able to actually raise the statistics. If we look at the statistics today, natural statistics is, you know, up to 80% of moms are um, are initiating breastfeeding on day one at the hospital. Right. However, Great. very quickly, you know, after three months, that number drops down to half. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, those are the moms that we really want to help, the moms that for some reason are stopping, the moms who are maybe too much in pain, maybe they have low milk supply, maybe, you know, there's something that it's in, it's it's um, pushing them to introduce bottles and mm-hmm. not knowing about this product, um, their babies most likely are not going to breastfeed anymore. So mm-hmm. uh, we want those moms as well as lactation consultants to use this product as a tool to help those moms bridge. Okay, you need a break because your nipples are raw and they're hurting you. Here, use this for about a week and then try again. Um, mm-hmm. So. While the baby is on bear, he's doing a very similar exercise as far as latching and creating the suction to feed, which, you know, it encourages the breastfeeding. So when the mom is ready for the baby, the baby's ready for her. They can just continue and, you know, start the breastfeeding. Um, mm-hmm. we, have, uh, we have a blog on our website as well as the testimonial sections, and we get a lot of letters from moms um, and parents like, you know, the, the color that you had before. Um, moms who have had to take their babies into the uh, neonatal intensial, n- intensive care unit, the NICU, mm-hmm. and their babies had to be there for about a week, and they used bear, and when they got home, they were able, able to continue to breastfeed without a problem. Um, other moms so who I'm, I'm curious, to did, did the mother bring the bear product in, or did the NICU have it there? No, she brought it, this specific mom brought it in, um, mm-hmm. and she, she talks a little bit about the story um, 
it, you know, it's on our blog, and she says the nurse was a little bit concerned because they don't usually like wash the, you know, they use this disposable little bottle mm-hmm, that you mm-hmm. know they feed the baby and then they toss it. So um, the nurse said to the mom, if you're willing to, you know, be here and feed your baby with this product all the time, then yeah, you're welcome to do so. And so she did. Um, mm. And yeah, she was there for every feeding and the baby was breastfeeding at home before he was admitted to the NICU. And so mm-hmm. while at the NICU, for some reason, she wasn't able to breastfeed him directly. So he had to be, you know, fed with um, a bottle and then she mm-hmm. used bear. Um, and she she also thinks that had, had she not bring bear into the NICU, the baby probably could have stayed there longer because for some reason he wasn't gaining any weight when he was... Um, fed with the other bottles. Um, and so, you know, she does, it, maybe that was the reason why she brought him there. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, she, he, the baby was there for about 10 days or so. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then we also have some stories about a mom who, whose baby was several months old and he had some sort of surgery and mm-hmm. the baby had to be on his back um, and he was previously bottle-fed. So um, she brought in Bear because the baby started to have some gastric issues uh, mm-hmm. while he was laying down. And so she loved the product because the baby didn't have to be, you know, burp as much. He still had to be burp, but it was easier. The burps will come out much easier, and the baby wasn't in any discomfort while he was recuperating from his surgery. So, yeah. Um, you know, all those testimonials were really the ones that had pushed us to do the clinical studies and, you know, see, like, document the actual results, which is really mm-hmm. great. One of the things I think people might not realize um, with all of the air problem, uh, you know, I think it's easy to understand the concept of acid. You think about having acid on, you know, raw meat. Uh, so, uh, you know, it would be so painful. But also the gas itself, when that gas goes down into the intestine and continues through, it's a long way through the intestine. And the major pain sense that we have in the intestine is stretching. So it's like, you know, people who have surgery and their bowel goes to sleep. And so you're trying to get it woken up. And the more stuff you're putting into them, particularly air, they'll have more and more gas pain. And it's really, I mean, it, gas pain doesn't even come close to describing it. It's really horrendously painful. So every time I think about a baby having that experience, and once the air is introduced, you can't get it out until it goes all the way through and, you know, exits from the rectum. So you can understand why a baby might, uh, you know, have gas pain for a long period of time or a fairly long period of time. So any other stories you want to share? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I have I have a lot of stories, um, and you know, each one is more beautiful than the other. Um, there was uh, some of the the ones that stay in my mind is this mom who had been breastfeeding her baby for about nine months, and she had PPD, postpartum depression, mm-hmm. and uh, it was it was it sounded as if it was so severe that she needed to be on medication, but. She was warned not to breastfeed because the medicine could leach out in their in their milk and her milk, and then you know give sure. it to the baby. So um, she tried to uh, win the baby off the breast so she could be on medication, but her baby just didn't want to take any bottles, and 
you know, she, when she wrote the letter to me, um, she said, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm having suicidal thoughts, which really scared me a little bit. And um, having to suffer with mild PPD when I was, you know, postpartum, I could certainly relate to the pain. And, um, and so we sent it a, uh, we sent her a, a free trial for her to try with her baby. And, you know, she, she wrote later on and said, my baby took it at the first try. She said, I think oh. the baby didn't hesitate and I can finally get the medication that I can and I can feel so much better for my baby. So, um, so you, it's really, um, helping in so many levels. Um, you know, PPD, moms who are not able to, on top of having to deal with postpartum depression, imagine having a crying baby or, you know, waking up every minute of the night. Um, you know, it can really aggravate things. So definitely Bear is helping in so many, many ways um, to so many families. Um, you know, grandmothers who have bought it for their grandbabies and tried it and they loved it and they saw the improvement. Um, and so definitely we're trying to introduce it to the pediatric community because they're not aware. It's a brand new technology. It has never done, right. be, been done before. Um, right. And as soon as they see it, they, you know, they can see the solution right before. Yeah, right. It's like, yeah, that's why I yeah. said it's so amazing to me that, you know, um, healthcare people and particularly, you know, nurses, pediatrician, pediatric nurses and pediatricians wouldn't have thought of this before because it's just a syringe. You know, it makes so much sense. So, um, yeah. yeah, so um, I had another thought and I lost it. Um, we're coming up uh, close to a break. Maybe we should take it now and then we would be able to talk a little bit longer after the break. So this is Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, Exploring the World of Nursing. And I'm talking today about one mo- mother's answer to a colicky baby. And that mother is Prisca Diaz. And uh, it's a very interesting topic if you're interested in talking with us and telling us your story. We would love to have you call us um, in the next segment. Thank you. Your life, your health, your network. This is Voice America Health and Wellness. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. 
Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse. Exploring the world of nursing with host Leanne Meyer. To reach the program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to leannevoiceamerica at gmail.com. Now, back to Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse. Yes, this is uh, Leanne Meyer, and once a nurse, always a nurse, exploring the world of nursing. This is one of my favorite topics to talk about is babies and moms uh, from my OB background. I'm, um, our topic today is one mother's answer to a colicky baby, and I'm talking with Prisca Diaz, who's invented uh, a new baby bottle called um, the Bear Air-Free Feeding. Is that, am I saying that right, or am I saying it wrong? Yeah, their air-free feeding system. Great. And I know that you had mentioned that there is a, a webinar that you offer. Do you want to talk a little more about that? Or about you talk yes. about it? Do you have it? Yes. So we offer, we dictate a, a free webinar. It's a live webinar happening every Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, and it's, it's uh, aimed to professionals in the industry, everybody who has comes across <laughs> babies like pediatricians, nurses, uh, lactation consultants, doulas, uh, anybody who, you know, c- cares for the baby and wants mm-hmm. to learn about this new technology. Um, the webinar talks about what is the technology, how is it different from baby bottles out there, um, what it does, how to use it properly. It, it really it, it, um, promotes a different way to feed the baby and so you can get all of the benefits. Um, how to assemble it. Assembly is very important as well. And we have like a, a little slideshow on to, um, you know, highlighting all the benefits as well as we go into what our clinical findings are. And we have some of the charts and see, you know, clearly and graphically how much really helps with babies, um, for babies with acid reflux and GERD. Um, mm-hmm. And it also includes a free sample of the device. So definitely um, anybody who is uh, into the pediatric professional industry, mm-hmm. please feel free to um, sign up. We are in bittylab.com slash pro. So it's B-I-T-T-Y-L-A-B.com forward slash P-R-O. And that should Great. take you directly to the webinar to select your time in. And, take it. and is that interactive? Can they um, ask you questions or is it pretty much one way they just... Uh, um, either call in or go in on, on online, and then it's um, they get this information. Um, no, it's, are, it's very they, very interactive. In fact, oh, if good. they don't have their um, their microphone turned on, they can't join. So it's really, oh, okay. um, we go on camera and it's live, so they can also choose to open their camera, so we can have a face to face webinar. And we do take ten people at the time only, so it mm-hmm. is a little bit. Uh, selective. So if you go in, mm-hmm. the, you know, if it's available, grab a spot because it fills up quickly. And, um, and yeah, we go over everything. Um, and they have questions. Absolutely. I can answer them. Uh, sometimes we invite nurses. Sometimes we don't. It's just basically about the technology um, and, and what it does for babies. Sure. 
So what kind of questions do you get from either um, uh, professionals that haven't heard of it before or from um, parents? Um, so one of the things uh, that interests a lot people is preemies. Um, that subject comes mm-hmm. up a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and they wonder, you know, can we use it with the preemies because the preemies have so many issues uh, mm-hmm. with feeding, you know. Uh, and so we we have worked before with our local um, uh, preemie, um, NICU. Uh, you know, NICU uh, department. Um, but the the way is designed, the way bear is designed right now, it's really um, mimicking the breast in every way. So it's rather big, and um, you know, you you want to hold at least three to four ounces of milk um, or, or formula to feed the baby, which makes it you know a little bit um, hard to use with preemies because sometimes they use they drink like one ounce, maybe half an ounce, half so, an ounce, um, yeah. Yeah, so 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 the um the NICU that we've been working with have asked us to actually design a smaller version so they can yes. use it more often with the breast milk and the fortified breast milk and all those things, um mm-hmm. and see the actual benefits. But um some other nurses, for example, I had just last week I had a nurse coming into the webinar and she wanted to know if the preemies on her NICU were able to create suction. Mm-hmm. Um, before she started trying with breastfeeding. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, so she, she doesn't have a device to, like, measure up to see if the baby can create suction or not. Uh-huh. So when she learned about Bayer, she's like, this will be perfect because then I'll know mm-hmm. whether the baby has see. the capability to create suction or not. Exactly. So that was very interesting to me. So, yeah, so this just happened last week. So she's actually uh, using some samples to test with her baby uh-huh. to see how much suction can they create? Can they feed with suction? And if that's yeah. that's something that she can see on the babies, then they can introduce a lactation consultant and work with the mom so they can start right. breastfeeding. You know, I think that's one of the the biggest fears I remember with moms always is, you know, it's so invisible. So, you know, it's like baby goes to breast and they seem to be sucking and they're swallowing and, you know, they're doing all the right things, but it's so invisible. It's like, is it really working? And so until you're seeing, you know, breast stools or you're starting to see the baby increase in weight, it's it seems a little magical. So I can imagine, you know, being able to put breast milk in a bottle and see, oh, yes, I can see the baby is actually able to, to create the suction and get this, this milk out. Would be encouraged. Yes. Yeah. I'm, de- so. I'm definitely very excited to hear what she found and, um, you know, is it working for her babies? And, mm-hmm. um, you know, is she able to transition them into breastfeeding real quick, maybe sooner than, you know, what she expected? So, yeah, right. definitely interesting. Right. Yeah, it's, uh, it's very interesting. Um, I'll be interested, too, you know, uh, with having a smaller bottle and being able to measure more precisely with the bottle. Like you said, <coughs> whether it's um, you know half a season, half of an ounce or a fraction of an ounce, I mean it might even be a quarter of an ounce or something they're taking. So to be able to measure that a little bit more accurately than a, a baby glass bottle where you're just guessing basically, you know there's a line on the bottle and you're sort of making a guess, but you don't really know. So well, tell me more about yeah. So definitely, that's um, that's in the pipeline of innovation. We definitely want to create a very small version for these babies and being able to help them. Um, also, uh, 
a lot of parents with babies with cleft palate have, you know, made phone calls oh, and they're inquiring because those babies tend to swallow a lot of air when they feed and, right. then, you know, they suffer all kinds of problems. And, mm-hmm. you know, as I said before, this product requires the suction to feed. So if the baby mm-hmm. cannot create suction, it's, it's not going to work for them. However, mm-hmm. uh, we are working in some sort of a solution and we're working very closely with um, uh, an OT who usually helps, uh, you know, this kinds of babies. And mm-hmm. uh, eventually, and hopefully soon, we'll have some sort of a solution for babies with cleft palate. So do you see that being a new kind of nipple that would somehow cover the, the cleft so that they would be able to create suction and, and still be able to eat them? Is that, is um, well, that going to be that something some like that? I know there are solutions out there similar to what you're describing, um, mm-hmm. but clearly it's not, um, I believe, depends on how deep the, the cleft is and all that. Sure. Uh, there could be other ways to help those babies. Um, you know, I, I'm not sure yet. We're still working. We're still on, on sure. you know, the sketching type of uh, level. So we're not, we're not close to a solution mm-hmm. yet. Okay. Um, um, yeah, but the idea will be, you know, to feed these babies without all that extra air so that they don't mm-hmm. get, you know, the problems. Yeah. I'm still kind of interested in the professionals that have been using it, um, whether they're professionals that have their own babies and are using them, or if it's like pediatrics or uh, pediatricians that are um, just starting to use it. What kind of feedback are you getting? Is it pretty much the same kind of thing? They're excited about it? or Are there any downsides? Yeah. Have you had any problems so- with it? We have presented to um, general pediatricians, pediatricians GI, which are gastroenterologists, and then mm-hmm. also pediatricians that are involved in the um, inten- uh, intensive care unit. Um, mm-hmm. And so the general pediatrician is very excited because they get a lot of babies suffering with colic and things. So yeah. they, um, they're they currently actually... Um, suggesting the moms to use it a lot. Uh, we get very little feedback. Um, mm. I'm not sure, you know, what, what is, uh, is the, is the pediatrician following with the mom or not, but we don't, you know, we, I mean, we've seen some positive uh, results, but I would like to like get them more engaged so that they can <laughs> yeah. definitely, you know, uh, let me know how it goes. Um, but definitely if the mom or if the baby has, uh, a problem, which is, you know, gas or colic or acid reflux, they can see the benefits very quickly. Mm-hmm. Now, for a baby who has very little symptoms or not symptoms at all, they're really not going to see any improvement because there's nothing to improve. Um, mm-hmm. For a baby who's having issues with breastfeeding, like the mo- the baby's biting the mom's nipple or, uh-huh. you know, something to that effect, yes, we, we get feedback mostly directly from the parents at that point that, you know, my baby is learning how to latch or my baby um, stopped the biting or, yes, I'm able to breastfeed my baby as soon as I get home from work without a problem. Um, you know, it's, the feedback is definitely very, very positive. Um, and as far along those lines with breastfeeding, we're definitely looking to do some tests or, you know, a little pilot study. And we definitely are open to collaboration from clinicians if they have access to moms who want to breastfeed or are trying to breastfeed, um, you know, we can do definitely a little test to see how many Mm -hmm. moms end up breastfeeding when they use our product versus other bottles so that, 
mm-hmm. um, they can, you know, we're all working towards the same goal. We want more moms to breastfeed. <laughs> right. And giving those moms the right tools yeah. that can really help, can really make a difference. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, we're, you know, we're trying to um, uh, talk to mostly, well, lactation consultants are the ones who are uh, talking to the moms about breastfeeding and educating mm-hmm. them at all times. So mm-hmm. most likely they will be the ones who have more access to this kind of population. Sure, sure. Um, I'm interested, um, now I lost my train of thought, I was uh, listening on here. Uh, we're down to uh, <clears throat> just a couple of minutes, but um, yeah, I guess why don't why don't we talk a little bit more about where do you get these? Um, you know, I know through your web. Oh, I remember what I was going to ask you. Through the webinar, are you able to get comments from them? You're sending them a free sample. Then do you ask them to give you a comment back? Yes, yes, I do that. Um, sometimes I follow up, but everybody's busy. Sometimes they don't sure. answer. Um, but the feedback that we have gotten is definitely positive. Um, and yes, we, um, you know, be, also because we found, we found these studies um, on the GERD mitigation, we're actually mm-hmm. working with the FDA to try to make a, a version Great. of this as a medical device so great. that it could be covered by insurance and it can that help a greater, greater amount of parents out there as well. Sure. Um, so that's, you know, coming down the road too. And, um, and yes, we try to always engage the people who take our webinars. Please give us sure. some feedback. Let us know, you know, if you're using it with babies or we you know, are how are really close, it? Priska, to the end here. We've got about a minute. So I really want to make sure that you share where the babies or where the bottles are available to be uh, purchased. Yes, they can go to warmer.com, buybybaby.com, Amazon, and, of course, on our website, biddylab.com. Okay, those are all good places then for them to check out. If they um, uh, forget those, can they just Google it, <clears throat> like yes. uh, Bear yes. Bottle or Biddy Lab? Absolutely, yes. Okay, that would be a good thing. So we are coming to the end here. So I just really want to thank you so much for coming. This has been very interesting. And I think uh, there are thousands and hundreds of thousands, millions of babies out there that are going to be thanking you, not to mention uh, exhausted parents. So this has been Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, Exploring the World of Nursing. I'm Leanne Meyer, and I've been talking with Prisca Diaz. Thank you for listening to Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, exploring the world of nursing with your host, Leanne Meyer. Be sure to join us again next Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have a productive and insightful week. Teams email with the launch of their collaboration toolkit. Create and send emails with your team faster with real time collaboration and in app commenting. Learn why businesses like Product Hunt, Microsoft, Avis, and more send millions of emails every day with Mailjet at hello.mailjet.com forward slash voice and try Mailjet Premium for one month free. That's hello.com.